0: now we continue on with lockness here we went to break uh ken made uh, a good case to take the over on the florida gators i i actually did at, at one of my sports books of choice uh took the florida gators over five and a half wins absolutely love that but ken i think a lot of people will be asking the question hey anthony richardson's gone so who's this florida quarterback this year now <laughs> Yeah, you know, we want to go over the win total here on the gators yeah was their quarterback, Ken? Is this someone that inspires some confidence? Is he someone that, that our listeners and viewers will know? Is he someone that has a history here with us on You Better You Bet in lock
1: Yeah. Uh, Kanish rolling over in his grave right now. Uh, the starting quarterback for Florida, not certain, is very, very likely to be Graham Mertz, who transferred from Wisconsin. Uh, I guess there's a possibility it could be Jack Miller, who was a transfer from Ohio State. Uh, who started the bowl game, I believe, against Oregon State. doesn't have to be Graham Mertz, but it probably needs to be Graham Mertz to go over this number, and he probably has to be pretty good. Uh, Is he going to be pretty good? I have no idea. Pretty big recruit. Didn't play particularly well at Wisconsin. Uh, I once did a segment for Week 1 College Football in which I said that his Heisman price was more likely to go down uh, than other quarterbacks in Week One, and I was slandered tremendously on social media for it, and uh, was basically told I had no idea what I was talking about. And to be fair, I believe that game against Penn State ended like nine seven, and I think there was like a windstorm in the middle of it. So maybe I was really wrong and an idiot. I, well, I know I was wrong. Maybe I am also an idiot. But yeah, Graham Mertz kind of has like a a hilarious inside joke position on the show so of course i'm betting over on him and the team that he plays for of course i am um much less about him and much more about just the program baseline for florida and going over on it just like two notes that didn't make it into the first segment one anthony richardson is awesome also he did not play particularly well last year and in many of their important games he did not play particularly well they played florida state at the end of the year he went like nine for 31 or something like that so like I know Anthony Richardson is like awesome as a quarterback prospect but like this was not someone who had the most amazing college career you've ever seen and was not maybe the most consistent passer in college now you can blame the coaching staff for that doesn't have to be Richardson's fault just like the idea like how are they going to replace Anthony Richardson I don't know probably a lot of quarterbacks on the roster can go nine for 31 just guessing so just like does it have to be is it really that that big of a juice to fill like yeah as a prospect you can't replace him but actual on-field performance can probably find someone who can do some of the same things now obviously what did he get he did against Utah in week one and he ran for the touchdown like that stuff's unbelievable but just consistency that's one of the reasons why they didn't put up a lot of wins last year so just like keep that in mind like it's really easy to be like well you can't replace Richardson be like what does that even mean in terms of how he played last year and then the other thing's going to be the schedule and I think it's just really important to note like, how win totals get made in college football. The win total gets made by making a projection for every game on the schedule and then making a win total based on that schedule. So if you're looking at Florida five and a half and then you look at the schedule and you go, I want to bet under because it's a tough schedule. Guess what made it five and a half? The schedule. So, like, you're going to look at the look ahead markets. Florida plays Utah at Utah in week one. Utah probably wants to beat them about a million to nothing for what happened last year when they went to the swamp and they thought they were going to the playoff and Anthony Richardson like ripped their guts out. Like, yeah, they probably want to win a billion to nothing. You might want to bet Utah in that game. You're probably right. Uh, They're favored by seven and a half. That's the market for that game. Utah at home in week one. Uh, The look ahead for the Tennessee game in week three is not much better. Now Florida hosts that game. Tennessee is about seven and a half in the look ahead market. I kind of think that's nuts. And I think Florida's way live in that game, but you don't have to agree with me. That's fine. The point is you're looking at the look ahead market, Tennessee is seven and a half. Like how am I getting these wins for Florida? Uh, LSU in the look ahead market is going to be a billion in that game. LSU hosts Florida and LSU is projected to be a national championship contender this year. Florida state goes to Gainesville. They're like 10 in the look ahead market. Everybody thinks Florida state's going to the playoff this year, or they have a really good chance to go to the playoff. And you might look at all that and be like, I want to bet under five and a half. That's the wrong philosophy. I'm not saying you have to bet over or that you have to agree with me. Those look-aheads, that point spread, that projection, that's what creates the five and a half. That's not what creates a bet for you into it. Like, that's that's how this process starts. That doesn't create the bets. (laughs) Like, either your projection for those games is different, in which case that could create the bets, but, like, just looking at the look-aheads be like, yeah, that's how you get five and a half. Because all the games are really difficult, because the projected point spreads are not in Florida's favor right now. So just, like, I don't want the schedule, like, if your response to this is the schedule, then you are thinking about betting win total so wrong right now that you need to probably change your way of thinking, would be my guess, if you're interested in making valuable bets. And Florida over doesn't have to be a valuable bet, I think it's one, but just, like, the schedule, like, oh, the schedule's tough, not where you want to go, not where you want to, or oh, the schedule's easy. You know why the Saints' win total is nine and a half? It's not because they're really good, it's because we projected all the games and it's a big number. Like that's why that's how you get nine and a half. That's not what creates. That's what starts the process. That's what makes the market. It's not what creates the bets. I bet MGM. If you're interested in this bet,
0: Florida to go over their win total over five and a half minus Uh minus one twenty-five is what you'll have to pay. I have made this bet. I am in on the Florida Gators this year.
1: So well, I'll, I appreciate I'll, your uh, camaraderie. <laughs> that's it. Graham Mertz sends us all to hell. It's totally possible.
0: Well, I mean, you, you, like you don't really have to twist my arm to get me to like to make bets like
1: this. Like I'm I'm yeah. in.
0: Like I love it. It's yeah, for, Florida to
1: make a bowl yes no in a two way. Like yeah, I'm just for. And by the way, if they don't I make like a Billy bowl. I
0: like Billy Napier too. I like Napier. I think Napier is a good. Coach. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Billy Napier, but I that's you know whatever. He's a coach going to year two that actually is usually worth something. Except in this case, it's worth the opposite. Except how many man? I, this is this. Is, I actually might figure out the answer to this at some point. How many coaches? The answer is going to be less than 10 the last 20 years. How many coaches go from year one to year two and the win total projection drops more than a win? Yeah. It always goes up. Always. Unless you like win the championship or, the or something. Yeah. Like, or you can stay the same a win and a half. And they were projected to be badly a seven last year. And that's on the low end for Florida. They've been seven, a couple times. They've been seven and a half, a couple times. Seven's on the low end. This is like, now, maybe this isn't the buy, and maybe they bottom out even more, and Napier gets fired, and whatever. But, like, it's hard to look at the history of Florida Gators football and look at how they are typically lined, how they are typically rated, how la- even how last year's team was rated, and think that these markets aren't just a little low on them. And you know why they're low? They're low because the schedule is really difficult. Yeah, they play Georgia. That's going to be a really tough game. They're going to lose that game, like, 95% of the time. They play LSU at LSU. They're going to lose that game a lot of the time, too. They play at Utah in week one. Nobody's going to want them. I don't know if they're going to lose. They probably are. And like, yeah, that's those are tough. They also play McNeese State. They play Charlotte. They play Vandy, who beat them last year. They're going to beat Vandy 900 to nothing this year. You can count on one thing. So like, it's those other games. They have about six games. And I'm going to throw Tennessee in there. I know the number 7.5, but like, I, the, I don't know if that's going to be 7.5 when we get to the game. We'll see. I guess if Utah beats them a million to nothing, maybe the number will be 7.5. Uh... You know, there's like six or seven games on their schedule. That's going to decide whether you hit this. A lot of them are going to be right now projected toss-ups. Kentucky, that's going to be a toss-up right now. South Carolina, that's going to be a toss-up right now. They won't even be favored by a lot at Missouri right now. Like, these are all the games that will actually decide whether you win this better. Like, Like, let's do this. McNeese, Charlotte, Vandy win. I'll even give you Utah, even though I shouldn't. Utah, Georgia, LSU loss. Let's, like, be really rigid. You're 3-3 and with six left. And you got to win half. And you got to win half of home Tennessee. Where's the Kentucky game? At Kentucky, at South Carolina, home Arkansas, at Missouri, home Florida State, who, by the way, I think is insanely overrated right now. But whatever, that's a different conversation. Those are six games. You have to win half of them to hit this. And based on the projected point spreads, that doesn't seem very likely right now. Except these projected point spreads imply that Florida is like, you know, SMU or, you know, some other random not particularly good team that's okay it just does just it doesn't really fit with the school history so i'll play against it
0: uh so i just want to be clear anthony richardson went fourth overall in this year's nfl draft to the indianapolis colts you are suggesting that graham mertz is now going to go top four also right
1: no top three <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> See, actually because he's better than
1: richardson so <laughs> right. go not to I mean, who knows here's, yes here's how it's uh, go. I, I have no Williams idea Williams first yeah.
0: Graham Mertz second, Marvin Harrison third, Drake May 4th will be oh, how it yeah. goes in next, year's, in, next, in next year's NFL draft.
1: Uh, Get those number one, one pick bets in now. Caleb Williams <laughs> taking all the money. You know what the real answer is.
0: <laughs> uh, I'd rather eat Graham crackers than bet Graham Mertz right? to go first yes. overall, although yes. <laughs> I'm in on this bet. Uh, and I like Graham crackers. Yeah. Chocolate if it's Mertz, crackers.
1: that's that's our new saying. If it's Mertz, it hurts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully not. <laughs> And if I go to like a, you get these like especially like in a summertime and like a beach towns or whatever, like a candy, like candy stores or whatever. Like I, I, love chocolate covered graham crackers. That might be like my favorite thing. I don't need the more They are very good. Not the s'mores, just like how chocolate do you feel about the? What
1: about the flips? The chocolate covered pretzels that've been forever. Maybe about those.
0: So, I think for most of my life, aka like thirty nine, almost my entire lifetime, I have disliked pretzels. I think this is how I know I'm, like, I'm like slowly becoming an old man, which is, like, actually the oh, truth. No. We're all, I guess—I guess we're all kind of slowly we just becoming like, old like peanuts. people,
1: right? Like, so eat some, like, salted I think, peanuts. Yeah.
0: I think—I think I'm starting to like pretzels.
1: Oh, you think—you think that's an old person thing? You think young people don't like pretzels?
0: Well, how about young me didn't like pretzels? And now, like, I find myself, like, I like—I used to hate them because they were just really plain. And now that's—that's that's the draw. Well,
1: what—what what did, what did pretzels replace— like you used to like blank, and now you like pretzels. So like usually Doritos? like one.
0: Ah, uh, well, I mean, no, Doritos is kind of like a Doritos to me is like junk food. Like pretzels isn't junk right. food.
1: So I mean, they're not well, you good go, for you.
0: They're not <laughs> good for you, but they're not like Doritos. Salted
1: bread. Right. Well, like <laughs> so like Doritos
0: that. are one of the only things that you eat where like you have to like you must wash your hands afterwards. Yes, not touch anything.
1: How about how about there's one of those things where like. You can't, you have to wash your hands profusely. Like, washing your yes. hands doesn't even solve the problem.
0: Revolting. Um, and so we delicious. will always, we, and, 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 and I had a lot, I had a, cool, a bunch of cool ranch Doritos this weekend right. at my buddy's lake house. We will always get like chips or something, like one bag of chips, like once a week or once every two weeks. They last for a while, right? In our house. Um, and last week, instead of getting, we've been getting from Trader Joe's, they're like multi grain crackers, which are like delicious, uh huh, like one a day or whatever. She got pretzels, my wife got pretzels instead, mm. and I've been eating the pretzels, and I kind of like the pretzels. So I'm in on, like, chocolate-covered pretzels. I'm way in on chocolate-covered
1: pretzels. Love it. Uh, the flip's the white chocolate. I hate white chocolate normally. I don't know why I really like the white chocolate-covered pretzels. Uh, just the, I don't know know. it's the mix. Salt and that. Sounds pretty I, uh, good. I
0: had I had white chocolate gelato in Italy. As you might guess, it was... uh.
1: Hmm. Was you, really had bl- you had blank gelato in Italy, and it was awesome. Is just how that's, and, that conversation's going to go. There aren't, and, aren't many things awesome. going to put in the blank that are, that are good? How was the uh, how was the Florida how was the Florida win total conversation? Was it good?
0: We're actually not done with it. I have one more thing to.
1: to oh boy. Okay.
0: Well, we're, well, we're done with the win total conversation. It was great. All right. I loved it. I'm excited to do more of it this week. I'm not more Florida. I think we've probably done enough Florida. But I think, I think I'm good on them.
1: I Think I'm good on them for a uh, little bit. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. The Florida Tennessee line, like okay. Florida's projected to be bad. Also, like Henden yep. Hooker now plays for the Detroit Lions and Jalen Hyatt's on the Giants.
1: So okay. It might, it might be good. Uh, Maybe good for the Giants too. let will see.
0: I have Hyatt in a bunch of leagues, a bunch of dynasty mm. leagues. And then You're Scott on really Hyatt. drafted Jalen Hyatt. Um, oh <laughs> Jalen yes. Jalen Hyatt. Yes. Uh <laughs> Florida plus seven and a half against Utah in week one. Like I'm I'm way in on the Gators in week one, catching seven and a half. Way in.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, it's that is that that's probably the game of the projected point spreads where I'm like, eh, like I, I, Utah's rating should be really good. They, they bring back a lot and, uh, and they're playing at home and they have a really strong home field advantage. And so, okay. Like I can get to that number pretty easily. It's really tough for me to get to the seven and a half Tennessee. It is impossible for me to get to the Florida state number. And I know it's like, well, the Florida state number got really crazy last year too. Just like, home, like think about how the two teams, here's a good exercise. Think about how the two teams are viewed right now and whether that is at an extreme for either team. I think you could make a really good argument. This is the worst Florida could possibly be viewed. The way they're viewed right now is the worst they can possibly be viewed based on the entire history of their football program. This is the worst it's ever been. On the other side, this is the best Florida State's been viewed since they won the national championship and the year after when they lost to Oregon in the Rose Bowl. So like that run... That's obviously the best. This is, like, as good as that, or it's close to that. Each team is at an extreme. The point spread is massive. Like, isn't it more likely to be less when they play? Of of course it is. That doesn't mean Florida State's not going to win a million to nothing. But, like, that's another market where I'm just like, I can't get to that number. The Georgia number I can get to. That's going to be a demolition.
0: Can we talk another, like, week zero game? Um, Navy's playing Notre Dame on Saturday, August 26th. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go back to the old tried and true from last year.
0: Uh, Marcus Freeman favored by 19 and a half. Give me, give me Navy. It's a service I'll take academy.
1: Navy. Too. I mean, what, what is this? I just. Right? It's like, it's the stupidest bet that's going to win.
0: <laughs> I'm going to take this a step further. I'm literally going to bet it right now. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I don't want to forget.
1: Maybe Notre forget. Dame's really good. I don't know. Also, Freeman basically never covered these numbers last year. And here we got another one right out of the
0: gate. Marcus Freeman. Good looking guy. But great at covering big numbers? Maybe not.